0: Because traffic was blocked on parts of the M50 yesterday evening as a group uh, blocked parts of the roadway protesting against accommodation for refugees and international protection applicants. Uh, this was one of a number of protests which took place uh, around the country, including Clendalkan, Tala, Wall in Dublin and Fermoy in Cork. Gary Gannon is a Social Democrats' TD for Dublin Central. Gary, your, your take on last night's protest, the numbers
1: seem to be quite small in all of the protests. And that's the issue that I suppose I do want to get across. Will the protesters and I'm vain I'm to call them a protest but we'll call it that for the sake of simplicity I suppose. Will the protests are garnering a lot of attention and probably rightfully so because they're blocking the M50 which is a major junction in the city the numbers are very and the support that they have within the communities I mean I canvass around East Wall I canvass around Dublin Central quite regularly it very rarely comes up on doors the issue of protests against these direct provision centres everybody agrees the centres in and of themselves are not suitable for the people here seeking international protection but nobody feels that the right course of action firstly is to blame the people in these centres seeking sanctuary here or to stand outside protesting out 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 in what it can only be described as incredibly intimidating behaviour yeah, for the people inside must be, must be very yeah.
0: difficult for for those who are inside is it your take that these protests are being manipulated by by people outside the area is that your Take
1: on it. Well, without question, there are people from outside the area who are coming in and creating scapegoats. This is being organised through Facebook groups and such and other platforms. There are some people in the area who have a genuine sense of fear who are definitely being misdirected towards these centres, but they have agency in and of themselves. And I completely disagree and condemn any action where a person takes themselves outside these centres. So, yes, without question, there are groups here who are seeking to exploit, manipulate, and spread fear. Um, they're the usual people. We've seen them evolve in every anti-protest for the last 10-15 years and they've never gotten on. Some failed local election candidates who've never really got any grasp in the, com- in the constituency. And they're seeing this issue as a way of making themselves relevant again. But no, absolutely.
0: W- what about the argument, I have to say, I'm putting my cards on the table, it's not an argument I am particularly convinced by but the argument is made, there's a lack of consultation. Now I think when you've, when you've yeah. got 65,000 people coming from the Ukraine, it's hard to, it's a lot of time consulting on these things but is there, is there something to that?
1: If you remember when the, pro- the first protest that arrived after the East Wall center, all the ESB building the East Wall was come up yeah. and one of the issues that came up was a lack of consultation and I think to a point that is definitely true in water. people have a right to be informed But nobody has a right to kind of have any sort of ballot as to whether we let a person come into a ballot or veto as to whether we put a person into this constituency or into this area, community or not. People have a right to know what's going on. That old ESB building on East Wall, for example, which is in my community, so I'm going to speak more to that one. Like that lay empty for a long time and then all of a sudden large groups of people were inside. People have a right to be informed as to what's happening they do not have a right to say no and they certainly do not have okay. a right to stand aside and yeah. intimidate.
0: The other argument I've heard and, and I, I do, I think there is maybe some merit to this, is that it tends to be in Working class areas where mm, yeah. now, now I can, again, yeah. probably see the argument for that. Maybe so. it's buildings are, are more available. Maybe they're cheaper there. But I do remember during uh, when there was a, 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 a large, no, a large influx of asylum seekers uh, in the Celtic Tiger years, there seemed to be a lot more asylum uh, centers in more affluent areas. That doesn't seem to be happening this time.
1: There are asylum centres in Dublin 6, for example, at the minute. It hasn't got the same attention it was opened quite early. But I definitely do think with the level, the increased number of, if you imagine what we have like something like 72,000 people in between their international protection system and people coming here fleeing the war in Ukraine. This time last year, less than 12 months ago, at least 80% of those people had absolutely no concept that 12 months on they'd be sitting in a, a hotel in Ballymon or in Fermoy or in a, an old ASB building. So we have to take into consideration and the large volume of people who've arrived really quickly and we have to provide for. So I think, and I'm, I think the government have a job of work to do in terms of providing adequate care and housing and um, comfort to people who've come here and they're failing on that. But I do appreciate the fact that the system has been stretched massively by a tactic of Vladimir Putin, who was weaponising refugees and using this to spread dissent amongst Europe and the peoples of Europe. And it's a tactic. Uh,
0: uh, Is it a tactic that you're worried may gain traction in 2023?
1: Oh yeah of course we always have to be worried about this and if you think about the housing crisis, the healthcare crisis, the rise of kind of a more populist rhetoric, yeah I think we need to keep an eye on this. These protests are not as big as they're giving themselves the impression that they are by no means. They're certainly not widely supported. But we do have to keep on top of this. And I think we do have a job of work to do to talk to people in a compassionate way, listen to their fears, but then also push back and address them. Those issues that are being raised around unvetted men or Ireland is full, or even language like men of fighting age, I think all of us have a job of work to do to firstly explain why that not necessarily is the case, listen to people, but then push back and give it a proper explanation. So be compassionate in the first instance, but don't equivocate.
0: Okay, we will leave it there. Gary Gannon, Social Democrats TD for Dublin Central. Thanks indeed for coming in. To us. This morning, let us know what you think. Five, two and a six at a cost of thirty cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.